voted for Mays Gillian. I voted for big business. I voted for Lewis. The fuck you think I'm voting for? I wanna take things slow, but my mind cruise control. white listeners you guys can sit down and stop saluting the flag now um we can you can just hang you can hang around you know we we understand that that song really gets your your juices going and really gets you flowing but you can take a seat cruise control episode 14 is here to stay and we getting it popping dave how you doing today man how's everything going man i'm good man you chilling man yeah man. how you feeling about that song though god bless him god bless the usa by lee greenwood that gave me greenwood dude oh. i was i was so i was so excited i was so happy you heard that symbol in the background <laughs> that one symbol in the background go back to that go, go back, back to, to that. the symbol that's the best part of the song man that's hilarious let me see let me let me see if i can get that symbol back real quick Yo, the drummer was like, this is my solo right here. <laughs> How you got a one-note solo? He was holding the stick next to the symbol. He was, he was shaking it like this. He held it over his head, the stick. Stand! He said... Imagine he tried to do a retake of it. He cracked. Like, no, that wasn't loud enough. Let's run that back. Oh no, they did the. They had to do the the clapping ones that the that the oh, the yeah, monkeys be having. They had an actual monkey doing it. They had that little toy monkey. Yeah. Stand up. And the monkey just went. Yo, and That's like a terrible song, and people like people really like like you. People really bop to this like it's a uh, baby or something. <laughs> and they really beat you up to this song like they love America so much. And I'll probably stand up, rumble me. And they just start rumbling over this song. Yeah, everybody's clothes turn into uh, fatigues when that song comes on. Yeah, I've seen people cry at baseball games. <laughs> With a box of Cracker Jacks in their hands, just tears flowing down, extra with a butter. Philly's helmet filled with uh, ice cream. <laughs> filled with Grand your Slam favorite ice cream. Your favorite soft serve. Philly's Grand Slam ice cream, just crying tears. God, I love this land. Let me get a Bryce Cream Sunday real quick. Yo, people really love this land, yo. I can't, I can't handle it, Dave. I can't handle it. That song right there, it, it can't be the anthem. It might be some people's anthem, but it ain't my anthem. And I, I live in America, and I like this country. What's, what's a? We got to do Sunday. What's, a, what's another anthem that we can give to the people that we can, we can give our controllers so that next time they go to a baseball game, they say, "Hey, DJ, cut this off. Cut this off. I got the true anthem right here." What you got, something in mind? Yeah, I mean, this this is honestly even goes back to my childhood. I never subscribed to the national anthem. Okay. Um, and I never did like the you know in school when you used to get up do the pledge of allegiance in the morning. Oh, you had to put your hand over your heart. A.M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. What you used to do? I used to do the pledge. <laughs> What's the pledge? What's that? The pledge. D A pledge. Oh, the oh shoot. 
Is that The Pledge? That's a song? Nah, West Side Connection. <laughs> they they created The Pledge. And that's what I used to say. You know what I mean? Look it up for me. It's called Pledge. Is this called Pledge regularly? Pledge. Yeah. All right, let me see. I think I see. Here we go. The pl- All right, I got you. Here we go. This, this right here is what I used to say this in school is, instead of the <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance. This is Dave's national anthem. I pledge allegiance to the rag of the United West Side Connection and to the W for which it stands, one neighborhood under God, invincible with luxuries and riches for all. And then what you would do after yeah, that? Yeah. And what you would do after that? And I would shoot my teacher in the kneecap. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the rag. You gotta pledge allegiance to the rag. <laughs> they would just hold a rag up by a pole. They put it in their left pocket. Yeah, that's the crib side. Only on the left side. Yo. <laughs> so, if you want to start doing that pledge, you can. Do it. The the pledge yeah, by Westside. I'll allow you. I pledge allegiance to the rag. Yo, that's, that's Mac Ten. Uh, Ice, Ice Cube, Cube, right? And um. And um, what's the boy name? Uh, uh um, WC. Yeah, he was in a Def Jam fight for <laughs> fight for New York. It was it was W. You know everything through games. His special dude. move was he was make a W with his hands and hit you in the butthole with it. I always remember that special that was move. Tough. That was the pledge. <laughs> but now nah, we we so everybody make sure next time you go to a baseball game, next time you out, tell them the cruise control sent you. Play West Side Connections the pledge, and we gonna get real. We gonna get real in there. And that's the way we bring in episode 14 today. Um, hope everybody's having a good day. It is the day before the election, so you know it's going to get crazy. You know we're about to get into some stuff. But before we get into the election, before we get into the episode, we got we to gotta hold, we got to count our votes, Dave. We got we to gotta do our own election how we do every week and count our debate. Last week, we debated top five scariest horror characters is that right dave or is that did i say that correctly did i did i say it wrong and and, and voters were swayed dave is there something that was wrong with that um it was our top whatever (laughs) you can you can hear the anger in his voice because he lost this week dave took l he was he was on a one win win streak and he just took that out and it's cool date like it's fine like you know what i mean you try to put reagan in at number one How is that funny? Cause Reagan, who? What is a Reagan? That's what our that's Reagan is what our Spanish uncle used to call our dog Raven because he didn't know how to say the name. Remember that? That was it. Reagan, Reagan. Uh, is 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 that not a terrifying character for movies? Like, what am I missing here? You missing the point, dude? People don't walk around with Reagan mask on, dude. People don't. Yeah, pick- literally every year people get dressed up like the Exorcist. <laughs> No. The drawing with with the yeah, and then after Reagan spitting up pea soup. After Reagan, there's so many other movies like The Exorcist that came out where the monsters looked even scarier. Than yeah, that. but that's that's iconic. I thought we was going after scariest. No, we were saying <laughs> what, what, what? we were saying our top uh, scary movie <laughs> characters are like villains. That Yo. is my top, Yo. and she just happens to be iconic too. That's an iconic character. I pledge allegiance to the rag. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't understand how this voting has been going lately. Like, <laughs> you got something to say to the voters? You got yeah. something to say that you want to say to the voters? Go ahead, man. I think people got a, a, a vendetta against me. Why? Why? They, you won last week. Because since I got on this show, 
I started calling people out for their foolishness and I think people intentionally vote against me. I'm not going to say no names, but there's a few that I see just vote for you every week. Like, what's up? Y'all want to marry him or what? <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of it. You could call people out, Dave. Go ahead, man. That's what we do here on the cruise control. We call everybody out. Oh. Our controllers know what it is already. No, because I fear I might make more enemies <laughs> in, in a short time. In another week, I have five, five more enemies lining up voting for Devin for no reason. <laughs> for those of you who did vote for me, thank you for seeing the, the quality of my list. I had some terrifying characters on there. You went the easy route. You took all the big names that everybody got their masks hey. for Halloween. Hey. But they're not truly terrifying. All right. This, I'm not scared this. of Mikhail Myers. That's that's all right. All right, I made a spelling error and I apologize. All right, you perfect. You always spell great. Yes, How- it's not, it's really not hard to spell Michael. <laughs> Mikhail Myers. I made it. It was one letter over. I just switched the two letters, man. I'm sorry. All right, I be making mistakes. You don't make. I, you see, this is why you be losing because you think you perfect. All right, you be coming in here. I'm mistakeless. I'm, I'm mistakeless in Seattle. You know what I'm saying? You be thinking you be having all the right answers and stuff like that. You don't even pledge allegiance right. Well. Whatever I think my list was good And everybody who didn't vote for me You could go suck it I hope you got all candy with guns in it And use needles and knives Inside your chocolate And I hope you can't eat none of it So take that That's crazy Everybody open your candies Make sure there's no guns in it Cause David was out here Handing guns inside of candy Did you uh What, what was your read on On Halloween weekend How do you think it went Did you see people out Trick or treating So So from what I understand So this Saturday Um My uh My group of friends We always do like a Halloween themed party So it was like About 11 11 to 12 of us mm, And um, on, Let me put this mask on <laughs> It was Give me a, a second. No, 11, no, no, no. It just that's okay. Eleven to twelve is a eleven to twelve is is the number that's that you a, can that's do. That's a super spreader event. <laughs> so I'm putting this mask on. <laughs> got a carbon filter in it. All right, here we go. Oh my God, here we go. He always want to. He always want to play jokes Continue. and all that. So we we had this little get together, and then the next day was Halloween. So um, I was talking to my to my friend who house we held it at, and they told him that. Um, the Halloween was now from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., so they kind of switched up the timing. Mm-hmm. And then um, they gave you, like, a little thing that you hung on your door that said, like, this house is is trick-or-treating um, house, and you could come in and get candy, but please wear your mask before you come to the door. And then you either had the option to leave the candy out on the front porch or, you know, when they come to the door, everybody just mask up and, you know, do their thing. So, I mean, I've seen a couple kids. i definitely seen more adults dressed up this year, which was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you. Everybody could dress up, but I don't know if adults should be trick or treating. That's I guess that's up to you if you want to. But um I thought it went I thought it went well though. They had a couple kids coming to the house, grab candy. As I'm driving home, I see kids doing it too. It was just whack because they bumped up the time so you had to do it earlier. And then on top of that, you know, it was with COVID and all that, it was you really didn't get that many kids trick or treating anyway. Mm-hmm. Which sucks because you know, kind of trick or treating is something that every child should be able to do. But then again, it's only one year. They can go and go ahead next year when everything should be better. What do you think, man? How, did you have any kids come up to your house? You newly homeowner, fat? Nope. No kids Lights out. <laughs> don't don't approach. <laughs> I mean, very anti. Don't step up to me. Um, 
Nah, I, you know, I didn't see a ton of action out in the streets, but I did see people out and about. So I guess some people didn't get the memo that COVID is a thing. Right. Um, including you going to a super spreader event. It was like 12 people, so man. I'm glad that we got some social distance between these microphones right now, but <laughs> uh, I wish you the best. Yeah, I rubbed my webbles on your microphone, so you, you, you got COVID webbles on your mic, I hope dude. you make it out. Um <laughs> Hopefully you were staying safe Not hugging up on people No ain't nobody wanna hug up on me man None of the hinge stones You know what I'm saying Oh man It's not popping like that man It's not popping Yo I forgot I forgot to tell you Speaking of hinge So uh, during the week Uh I picked up pop from work right Uh So we're driving down 95 And you know We're having regular Our dad Our dad For those who don't know For those who don't know We call our dad pop So Oh wow We're driving We're driving down 95 (laughs) And um and having regular conversation, talking to Eagles, talking That's crazy. talking Sixers. That's not the punchline oh, of the story. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Come on, man. Let me get to it. So <clears throat> Was that the punchline? No, man. Oh. Yo, and stop eating my candy too, man. What, Jeez, man? man. So anyway, we're driving down talking about regular stuff. Pop comes up. Can you get away from the candy? Pop comes up, and he, in the middle of us talking about the Eagles, he interrupts me. He's like, hey, Dev, Mm -hmm. let me ask you a question. That hinge stuff that you and Dave was talking about over the podcast, is that true? So I was like, what you mean? He's like, did you really say all that stuff? I'm like, yeah, I downloaded a hinge. Um, They ask you a couple prompts. You answer the prompts truthfully, and then that's the way hinge goes. And he's like, so you mean to tell me that... When, when when the prompt was I'll fall for you if And you put family guy Stand up comedy And football You actually wrote that On your profile I was like yeah He was like Me and you might need to Take a look at that profile Later on when we get home I was like why He was like He was so upset with me Because he found He felt like I was giving too much Of myself up mm-hmm. Before actually Like letting these Ladies get to know me So he made me so when we got home He made me sit there And change all of my prompts And pictures And we walked through My Hinge profile mm-hmm. I had my dad Critique my Hinge profile And that's quite embarrassing I didn't think it was Anything was wrong With what I wrote You know what I'm saying I'm just being real I'm just being dead Right If you come up Dave And a girl And you're trying to get To know a girl Wouldn't you want to know That some of her favorite Things off rip So you don't have to like You know what I'm saying no. Like Why no. Why? Because I, 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 don't need, I don't need to know but one thing. What's that? Have you ever been to Pound Town? <laughs> and would you like to go on vacation? And what that mouth do? <laughs> those, are the, those are the only things you need to know? Yeah. <laughs> would you like to go on vacation? So you give, you give the, the Johns one, uh, a one-way ticket to, 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 to Kulo Central, dude? <laughs> That's how it is with you, man? Listen... <laughs> Why are you judging? Well, I'm just, You're the one that got the bad profile. All I'm saying is that so I. So what did he do? What did he? What edits did he uh, suggest? So he just was like, he was just like, you got to be real vague about yourself, like, right. like, uh, for example, he made me change the one John. So it was like, what do you like to do for fun things? <laughs> right. Just like he was just like fun things. He was like, let the girls get to know you, so they're interested in you. They should be attracted to you, and they should be like, oh, he seems interesting. Let me talk to him more right. instead of saying my favorite things is Family Guy. Uh, football and and ice cream or stuff like that. Now they know. Now there's no mystery yeah, to me. They like you whack. <laughs> now there's no mystery to me. I'm not. I'm not a Scooby Doo mystery. Now they know everything. So now they're like, why do I need to get to know this guy? I already know him. He's a friend. <laughs> so I had to change right. everything. So I said, I'm, I I had to change it. I said the best places in um, I, I know the best place for ice cream. You know what Jeez. I'm saying. 
Huh? Which is? Is um. Oh, you didn't say. I didn't. Right. That's the mystery. Look, you so already. Wait, what's the question? What was the problem? Uh, I know the best place. I I know the best place for blank, and I said ice cream. And then you said which is so that's probably what the Jones is thinking too. Like which is oh you could just be fat and you just want to know what the best. Food. No no no. That's uh that yeah I like that right nice pop right good job. Well I came up with that on my own but pop you know he he, he encouraged you he motivated change. me right 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 right. Um, yeah, I would have answered that. Uh, what's the best place for Pound Town? <laughs> and what you if the girl would have talked what you would have said Pound Town. <laughs> no but what's the best place for it? <laughs> I don't get it. I'm confused. What's another question that you added? It? Uh, I think I left the other ones the same. I think I only changed one because he was like, it was embarrassing that I was, I was letting them know off rip everything about me. So and you didn't change the one that he criticized about no, Family Guy. Yeah, that's the one that I changed. I changed it to the to the ice cream one. That's the I changed that. So that's gone. Oh, you got rid of the question. Right, 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 right. I right. thought you said. I thought you altered. Y'all will fall for you if No, 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 no I, I changed the question to <laughs> I will fall for you if ice cream <laughs> I will fall for you if Fun thing <laughs> And then I changed a couple pictures of myself Cause I got you rid of Question mark over your face He's <laughs> <laughs> real vague All mysterious like Nah, I uh <laughs> Black silhouettes of yourself in picture <laughs> I was hugging a black silhouette in the in the best friend one. No, like like you ever you ever play uh, Super Smash Brothers and you, and you unlock a character. Right, it was dark. <laughs> I was a dark unlockable dark character. Yeah, so I, I changed a couple pictures about myself. I mm-hmm. kind I tried to put a little more of, of of me and less of like, you know, like your personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, like the com- it sucks. the stand up comedy stuff that I do, the mm-hmm. shows that I perform at, like that's something that they need to get to know about me. You know, I'm learning, Dave. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm learning. I'm just, I'm just a little turtle, mm-hmm. and I'm making it out. You know, just crawling out the sand right now, and I'm making my way to the water. You know what I'm saying? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a char- it's a struggle to get there. But once I get to the water, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You get it? I, I might put that on my hinge profile too. I'm a, I'm a baby turtle. You know what I'm saying? No, don't do that. <laughs> Pop finna slap you if you do that. <laughs> you don't want me to put up a baby turtle, man. Man, I think that says a lot that he was like. Critical of your uh, hinge approach because he—he—that means he's embarrassed as a father. You, you do realize that, right? <laughs> I tried my best not to. I, I mean, I don't want him to be embarrassed. Okay, well, talking to the microphone. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to pick some candy up off the ground. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying not to be. I'm trying not to make him embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want him to be happy with what his sons are doing and how they're talking to, to ladies and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm a turtle. Like. I'm, I'm a baby turtle. Yeah. Well, I'm, just, I'm just making it out of the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, don't ever mention turtles again. <laughs> and uh, we're past the spooky season, so hopefully November will bring much more luck with your hinge profile, man. We, you know, we 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 keep you in our prayers. Uh, we hope that you can make it past this super spreader event <laughs> uh, that you you went to. So just stay quarantined, and then when you come out of quarantine, you back on hinge, back like you never left. Um, but that's cool, man. That's cool. What else? What else? Uh, what else? You know, checking in. What, what you been? What you been up to? Other than that, man, I've been, it's been the same old, same old. Just yeah. you, know, you know, what I'm saying, trying to get my trying to get my game up. You know what I mean? What about you? Anything? Anything special happened to you this week, or anything you want to get off your chest this week? It's just it's been a crazy week. You know that. You know we had yeah. a lot of stuff going on this week. Yeah, I mean we could get right into it. You know, you want to get right. It's been a lot of um, 
of you know conversation around police again. Of course, yeah. Back in center, you know, center stage with the shooting of Walter Wallace. And and the crazy thing is, it's in our city this time. You know what I mean? Right. It's right something. And it's, it's something Philly. that's right here in, in home, man. This is just um, it's a tired, tired, tired show. It's a tired thing. I feel like we talk about it once a week, or even more than that. But um. Just to recap, on Monday afternoon, two Philadelphia officers fatally shot Walter Wallace Jr., a 27-year-old black man who was armed with a knife. In the nights that followed, protesters had clashed with officers in the streets, and city officials opposed, uh, imposed a curfew to try and curb the unrest. In an encounter that was captured in a video that circulated on social media, Mr. Wallace, holding a knife, walked towards the officers who quickly moved backward and aimed their guns at him. In the video, someone yells repeatedly at Mr. Wallace to put the knife down. The camera points towards the ground as about a dozen shots were heard uh, after Mr. Wallace fell to the ground. His mother screamed and rushed to his body, which was, you know, I, I've been like trying to filter now when I watch these things because right, right. you just kind of get sick of seeing them so often. But I did watch this one and that part when his mom yells and like she she has something in her hand that she just threw at them like out of frustration and shock and fear yeah all those things at once that was just terrible man yeah that was that was that was sickening heartbreaking the type of stuff that you just, heartbreaking no i don't care where you are along you know on what side of the argument you fall on seeing somebody in anguish like that really should have an effect on you if it doesn't you don't got no heart you go rumble you know me I mean? too, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, and then you can rumble us. Um, <laughs> at Cruise Control Pod, set up a rumble. We can schedule one. This is just ridiculous, man. And and you know, you you know, especially because you've seen it on um, social media lately. Like a lot of people with the same old, what do you expect cops to do? Blah blah blah. I say it like this. Yeah. They, yeah. I, and I told you this when we were talking about this prior to the to the recording. Um. Both things can be right. There are... Th- yes, it is true. We, we understand this. If you have any type of a brain, you know that not all police officers act in such a way. Right? And yes, we know that there are police officers who are tr- truly trying to do good by people. And who might be more... Uh, have, have more of a disposition to help or to try and de-escalate. And then there's just ones that are hot-headed and might be... Working from prejudice, from a prejudice perspective, yeah, and their actions show it. Yeah, what could also be true is that in general they don't receive enough training to properly de-escalate and identify and uh, uh, diagnose issues like this. Right. So if you're going to argue that they you they had a split second to think, and if you don't know about protecting yourself, blah 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 blah. Oh, and you can't shoot in the knee because what do you think this is? This ain't John Wick that they can shoot in somebody in the hand that they got the knife in. <laughs> like, no, that that's not what's being said here. What's being said is there are examples. Literally, if we caught if we caught this shooting on video, there are other videos that show people who also have mental health issues who are wielding a knife at police, trying to slice them, actually making slice movements at police. Yeah, and those people somehow were handcuffed and arrested. They were dis, uh, uh, you know, disengaged from the knife. They were able to be subdued and taken into jail or something, and then given the proper help they might need. Right. But why is it that the gun is so easily used 
in situations like this, especially uh, disproportionately towards people of color, towards black people, towards yeah. black men, even more specifically. Yeah, and I think I think a, a big issue here too is that um, one of the one of the big things that I have with with uh, the whole police thing is that I feel like you put people who have never lived in, never stepped foot in, never really. And when I say lived, I mean like not like you see this every day. Like you walk down those blocks, like you know the people in that neighborhood. You've seen crazy stuff happen in that neighborhood. Like that's what I mean. Lived there. You it's something to see it from while you're driving. Something to see it while you're you're going to McDonald's or something, and you're picking up something from Craigslist. But it's another thing to live there 365 days a year. So you're going to take these cops who live in the Northeast Philly, who haven't lived in those areas yet, and put them in a situation where they're constantly told by not only a bunch of the media, but people around them that this is a da- these are the dangerous neighborhoods. These neighborhoods over here is where a lot of violence happens, is where a lot of killings happen, a lot of drug use happens. These neighborhoods right here. That's where that happens. So you put a cop in there, Dave, who's never spent the day down there, maybe just drove past it and told him to protect those people when all of he's been all of he's been hearing and most and most of his information is coming from that these people out here create violence and do violence and you're telling them to protect them. It just to me it doesn't add up. To me it's like but even it, that is like you know to me that's talk about systemic that's systemic too. You're not getting a lot of police officers that are peers from the same neighborhood that can relate because more often than not, those people are not given the access to certain resources or just flat out the job. Like, you don't think there's black folk that go and there there are black police. So let me not. Like, yeah, of course. As if I don't yeah. know if there's black police. But in terms of, uh, again, proportion to the to, to your point, and I'm supporting your point ultimately. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, you know, when you go to a police academy, what's the majority of that those gra- those classes look like? Yeah, right? yeah. Is it people of color from all different you know uh, areas of the, the racial spectrum, or is it majority white? You know, I don't have no stats in front of me, but I, I just live in the city. I know that most of our police officers are white. Some are black. Some are Hispanic. There's some you know Asian. Maybe a few. Uh, folks from Middle Eastern backgrounds, but most officers are white. Most firefighters are white. Yeah. I think I just read the other day that the fire the firefighters union um I think they uh, endorsed Trump kind of as an organization. And again, if you want to make that connection that uh folks who endorse Trump are more often than not white or majority white, I should say, then that's a Again, this stuff is not like coincidence. This is not circumstantial evidence. I mean, the, it's right there in front of people. And I think people who, who tend to deny this stuff or like push back on it, really what it is is this, you want to push reality out of your mind. You know, like you want to just, I don't want to engage in it. I don't want to have to think about the possibility that some people's intentions could be really in the wrong place and that people carry an implicit bias. Right. And prejudice towards others or, or you don't want to be associated Like there's a disassociation thing happening I'm You know We, we know a lot of people Who are actually police officers Yeah list, We have listeners Who are police officers Right And it's like I don't want to be associated with that So let me go ahead And make the argument that 
you know, it's not what it seems. Or the, of course, everything is nuanced, but the base thing is that these things are happening all too often and they just don't feel right. Sometimes we have to trust our gut and then work up from there and say, okay, if this don't feel right, then, then let's listen. Let's listen and actually start to think about what can we do to make some real change. But until you, if you, as long as you have people who are still resisting, it's just going to be, unfortunately, Dev is going to be a lot of the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I will say this, um, you know, I, when I first, when I first saw it, obviously the first thing that hit me was watching his mom cry and, and that whole, that whole situation right there got to me. Everybody who is close with the mother, I think me and Dave speak firsthand. We're very close with our mom. Um, it just hurts to see something like that to see a mom just go through that and then after i can i i could only watch it twice I, i'm not one of those dudes who wants to watch and keep analyzing it that thing was too sad but after watching it again um you know you just start to realize you know the little things like you know the just it, it's 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 one thing that you understand the guy had a knife in his hand and and, and dave don't get me wrong as you open up another piece of my candy, but don't get me wrong, um, you understand that that the guy is, is does have a knife in his hand. And at any moment, Dave, I know he was very far away. He could lunge at the officers. He could have did something like that. You know what I mean? I, I always like to play devil's advocate with you. I agree with you, but I always like to play that with you just because it's 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 good to have a mindset of everything. We've never been in a situation where we had somebody holding a knife against us, where they were six feet away from us or something, and we never had a chance to defend ourselves. So we don't really know that mindset. Now, I know I agree with you when you say this. There's been instances and even where we live that where we have family members who have been who are who are in the streets and who do that, who do crazy stuff and who who have gotten to gang fights and have done stuff where they might have fought somebody, but nobody's life was taken or they might have gotten to a, a scuffle, but every, everybody walked away. There was no no dead people laying on the ground. There was nothing like that. So we firsthand could say we've seen that happen where people just rumble it out or people find a way to just get away from killing each other and, 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 and hurting each other. But again, it's just like, you know, you I I I've never been in that situation to where I could say if I had a, 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 a something in my hand and and a stranger that I don't know has something in their hand and they're across from me. I don't know what's going to happen next. You get what I'm saying? So that's I can from that standpoint, I can understand now. Yeah, they don't want to be next up on that summer jam screen. I I understand that basic premise. Yeah. People saying I don't want to be the next cop that's on a t-shirt or on a mural that's on like, the wall. Remember this person? Yeah, yeah. You get a, a street named after you or something. Yeah. They do a processional for you. You don't want to be that. I get it. Of course, I understand that. But to, to respond to I wasn't going to do it Like I wasn't going to respond To the nuances Of the specific situation But It's the same thing You hear over and over again Like about all this stuff About you don't know What to do In a In a, in a uh, What's it called Stressful situation And you got like A split second decision making Right 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 Again Yes I, I don't David Cruz don't Because I don't go to Police academy training And do continuous like You know what I mean Crisis yeah. response training on a frequent basis Right If this is your profession First of all You went through an academy To learn some of these things And then you're supposed to do I think you're supposed to do Continuing 
sort of professional development, if you will. I think that's how it worked with the fire department, too. Like, if I remember from when Pop was doing it, he would always have to do classes and stuff like Continuous that. Continuous training, maybe yeah, you do re- online modules, whatever. To refresh up on you what go, he's doing. You know, yeah. even, even like, let's say your gun-wielding uh, expertise, you go to a range... You practice your shooting, right, right, right. You know, if you're out on, if you're a street cop and you're out on patrol, you, there's there's things you can do to actually hone those skills. So, I want to, I would personally push back on this whole. You can't, um, what's it called, uh, um, disarm, or like, uh, what's that called, incapacitate someone without murdering them. I really push back on that notion. Oh yeah, no. That's what you I was saying. You can't shoot somebody like it's really like a knee is that much harder. Better yet, somebody's lower body is that much harder to hit than their than their upper body. Yes, I know. Like in shooting, the torso is the easiest thing to hit, and where you should aim center mass, that whole thing, because that's the part that's like the biggest and has the best chance of hitting. But you're gonna tell me the legs is that much more difficult? I know my legs is dotty dumb fat. Yeah. <laughs> You shoot down here, it's like shooting a torso. You're basically hitting one mass. You got two torsos. <laughs> not, not to make this a joke, but you, I, I, I'm sick of that. I, I don't want to hear that, that you can't shoot somebody in the knee. If a guy got a knife, he's mentally disturbed, right? He, he suffers from mental health issues. Right. You shoot him in the leg, yes, he's wielding a knife. Was he going to crawl to you now? Like, at least it slows him down. It could potentially stop him from... Running up on somebody, hurting a, a bystander. You mean to tell me that's not possible? You had to aim high. And they shot him like nine times each. <laughs> or a yeah, total just of firing nine, off. A total of like nine times. I don't know. I didn't. I like. I said. There's I'm, no couth in shooting. Yeah. And even then, like again, uh, somebody said. Uh, I think I read that the cops didn't have tasers on them. All right, that's a that's a resource issue. And instead of getting every cop, y'all sure do got enough guns to distribute when you go to the armory. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, oh, we don't got enough tasers, but you got a gun, three guns for every cop. You got enough to give everybody a service firearm. Again, stop looking at the now. Look at the big picture. The big picture is fundamentally these systems like policing are built to be combative. Let's fight. I'm going to shoot you. My first thing is kill first, apologize later. Literally, like, if when, when you got a police uh, force that has more guns than they do tasers, right. and two officers like this can go out in the street without tasers because they don't have enough, whatever you're saying, that's a problem. Yeah. If you're going to tell me uh, they, they weren't prepared, you know, they don't, uh, who do you think they are, Rambo? Like, they're going to just take the knife out of the bull's hand? All right, cool. If you like an officer that you ain't really about it, first of all, that's another thing. Like, should you be out there if you're not about that life in terms of, like, your physical fitness? I know we talk, you ever go to, like, a thing and there's a lot of police responding? And it's a joke. It becomes, like, a joke in movies and TV now. But you see some, like, really big cop. Like a fat cop. Yeah, it's like, how are you actually a cop? Like, that, <laughs> let's talk about it. It, it. it might be a joke to some of y'all that cops go eat donuts and this and that. But, like, there are some cops that don't look like they're physically fit to even do basic response. So if you go and somebody's wielding a knife and you three hundred, you a three hundred pound cop, and you have to shoot because you can't run <laughs> or backpedal successfully. Right. Again, I'm not saying that cops need to be John Wick and know how to disarm a knife, but you got to be uh, in shape enough to properly do your job. 
Yeah. It's just nutty, man. Yeah. I agree with you, man. I, like I said, and and another big thing that uh that came out, Dave, was you know we keep me and you we keep talking about how um um you know Walter Walter Wallace was uh was mentally ill, and that was something that was brought up. That why would you shoot a mentally ill man? And um you know obviously it's a he said he said she said thing. The lawyers of, of Walter Wallace's family came out and said that the wife had warned them ahead of time that he was he was bipolar and he had mental issues so please you know what you know just take it i want you guys to know that before you continue you know going on with what's happening here um and then the cops obviously you know i don't know i i haven't heard anything about them denying it or anything like that but if they were given that information and that does come out to be true because um i don't know if you heard but the um the what's her name the police chief lady i forgot her name daniel outlaw yeah, Outlaw, Daniel Outlaw, she said that she's going to release their body cams. She's going to let the family watch it first. This Wednesday. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out, I think, after the election. But the, she wants the family to see it first, and she wants the family to to, to um, l- look at it first. And then if they give the okay to release it, then she's going to release it to the public so everybody can see what happened. So with that body cam, we will be able to see if the if the wife was, was right when she said she told the cops that, you know, that he... Um, he was mentally ill we'll see how how far away wallace was from the cops to see from their perspective if he was you know from because you watched it from a, a guy in his car he got out of his car and he got out of his car once the you know once the shooting started happening so we'll be able to see if they were that close to, you feel threatened and you're that close to to you know actually do what you have to do and, f- and felt the need to do what you have to do and that may change some people's opinions on things. You know what I mean? But I will I will say this. If the cops did know that this guy was mentally ill, then again, like, now now you're, t- in my opinion, now it's just, it's just too much. Now it's just, you know this guy's mentally ill. You know he's not in his right mind. And you still decide to take his life. It's just crazy. It's, it's crazy to, to see that happen. And then, you know, when a situation like, you know, when, when when something else happens and then they somebody wants to plead that a, a guy was mentally ill and in a court case or something, that's why he did what he did. It's just and, ridiculous. And, and that, that even what you're saying would only amount to how court proceedings go. What was most important is that none of that changes that this man is gone. His life is gone. So he, he doesn't even have a chance to address his mental health concerns in a more significant way. You know, you, you 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 can't help but think about like, what if, what if there was that one more opportunity for this person to, you know, address their mental health concerns in a real way? What if this interaction with police would be something that gets him and his whole family on a, on a point where they're like, we can't allow this to continue. Like this, he was wielding a knife, not in his right mind. Police were involved. Like he could have lost his life mm-hmm. had things gone a different way. Let's let's get this fixed. You always wonder that what if. But in no circumstance, under no circumstance, should this be the answer. You know, it's it's, it's just an unfortunate aspect of our society. And again, right, right. I, I feel for um, people who are police officers and feel conflicted because of their job, but also maybe feeling the humanity of this. But um, I don't know, man. It, it, I can't I can't embrace it and say. I feel right about what police officers do in these situations. It's just uh, you don't you don't want to see it. Yeah, like the I know 
you're supposed to protect and serve. So start protecting. <laughs> start protecting people. Stop taking people's lives because right. it's, it's something that people are tired of seeing. And look, we, we said this a little bit ago. I mean, we said this earlier in the episode. We do have some of our some of our controllers some of our our, our longtime listeners are cops and um we might not agree on this guys and it's and it's told it's fine like we're not people are not gonna have to agree on everything that happens but these are the discussions that need to start happening so some type of change can get made some type of understanding can can come to a point where it's like something happens because this can't it can't i think we can all agree what we saw in that video the guy losing his life in front of his mom nobody nobody's happy to see that nobody wants to see that nobody nobody comes out a winner at the end of it all so i want to make one more i was going to let it move on but let me make this last point and then let's move on because we're already 40 minutes in i'm gonna eat a reese's go ahead um i think a lot of times when you see backlash too it's because people are like um, no, actually, actually, not that I think. I know for a fact. When you hear backlash now, I think a lot of people get fatigue from saying like, "Why do I have to be the one to atone for the sins of the country?" Right? Like, think about a present day cop. Okay. And think about I, whether they know it consciously or subconsciously. They're probably like, "All right, this cop shot this bull because the bull was wielding a knife. They were scared. They wanted to make sure they went home to their family. Why do I have to even embrace all of this stuff that y'all are talking about about systemic oppression and racism and all? You know, they feel a pressure like I shouldn't have to account for and atone for the sins of the past. Right. But sorry, that that is what it has to be." So, yes, when you talk about policing in the black community or just in hoods anywhere and the way police interact with people from uh, lower socioeconomic status, yes, you have to account for the extraness that comes with years and years of oppression that dates all the way back to slavery. You get what I'm saying? Like, yes, you actually have to keep that in mind. So, like. And it just don't even have to be about policing anymore. Let's say you a teacher and you teach at a uh, a school that serves low income students, right? In a rough neighborhood, as you as you might call it. If you're a teacher, especially a white teacher, and you go into a neighborhood where you're dealing with mostly students of color, you have to do your job with an extra awareness and sensitivity to the conscious and subconscious um, uh, effects and impacts of racism and the way the system is designed. To not let people of color win You have to work that You actually have to do the extra work So yes don't come into things Whether it's policing or schooling Or the job force The workforce Thinking that everybody starts at square one And like if we in 2020 Everybody should be on 2020 time No that's a part of the work that needs to be done Is white, white people in this country Need to embrace And accept the fact that things weren't great a couple hundred years ago Or even as recently as like 50, 60 years ago Or even as recently as like Two 50, weeks ago minutes ago <laughs> Right? Things ain't great in this country When it comes to race relations yeah. And you gotta embrace that So I say all that to say Dev Let's say these cops did Let's say they approached their work With an understanding that When I go into a community of color And I, if I run into a guy Who's got a knife And he looks upset And distraught I need to approach with more empathy than I would for my own people. I need to approach it with extra empathy. 
I need to be super uh, cognizant of what's going on. Because for this person, him him wielding a knife at me is not just because of his mental health issues and something he was mad about that day. This is like in his bloodstream. Literally, this is, you know, it, it's ingrained in his psyche. Right. This is generational trauma passed down. All that stuff has to be in, uh, kept in mind. If, he, if they had that, they might have approached that differently. We might have saw a different outcome. But they didn't, and that's where we are. Bang. <laughs> yeah, moving on. on. Let's let's uh let's get into some other stuff. Uh, we 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 um if we if we have to keep coming back to it, Dave. If, if things like this keep happening, we'll keep coming back to it. We'll keep giving our opinions. But um, this is kind of the America that we live in, and let's see if you know tomorrow um something changes. You know, once once voting comes in, and once people. Um, you know, once once uh, the president is selected, let's see if these next four years something changes or if something we can start working towards a better a better life in America. Um, and one person, Dave, who, who thinks that that change will come is Little Wayne. And he thinks that that change is going to come with the right president and the right president for Little Wayne is none other than Donald J. Trump. Does that does that do anything to make Little Wayne one of your favorite rappers now? Is that like. Peg him down a little bit. <laughs> that he's um Peg him down. Huh? I ain't never pegging no other man down, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know, man. I just I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Little Wayne caught a lot of flack this weekend because he met up just like we talked about I think two, three weeks ago with uh with Ice Cube. Little Wayne met up with Donald Trump to discuss the president's plan for black Americans and he liked what he heard. Little Wayne tweeted um last last tweeted week tweeted out. Just had a great meet <laughs> What was that noise? I'm trying to personate Lil Wayne. Alright. He tweeted out just had a great meeting with Donald G- Real Donald Trump POTUS besides What he's done so far with criminal reform The platinum plan I sound like Mike Tyson <laughs> Nah you good you good go ahead The platinum plan <laughs> Keep the, going I the like platinum it platinum plan is going to give the community Real ownership <laughs> He listened to what we had to say Today and he assured He will get it done Yeah you, you went from like you, you you started talking like a voodoo master at the end of that job. And Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, so if you if you didn't understand anything that Dave just said right there, uh Lil Wayne met with Donald Trump and discussed the platinum plan just like Ice Cube did a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Who, they still haven't talked about the Goya plan. Because they not ready for it. They they mentally not ready yet. They mentally not ready for the Goya plan. You think Trump wanna come out of his pocket to give everybody three patalios and pending? They're not, no, they not ready for that. They're not ready for that. Penning. Give me penning. <laughs> and I'm proud to eat some penning. <laughs> no, but, but no, no, no. Come on, come on. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So Trump's platinum plan uh, is geared towards black voters, and it includes a uh, number of broad initi- initiatives like building uh, neighborhoods with the highest policing standards and expanding school choices for to improve economic opportunities for black Americans. And um, Little Wayne apparently loved what he had to say. And now he's endorsing him all over Twitter and all over his social media. And he's been catching, obviously, for those who are not Trump supporters and for those who 
who uh, who don't like the president. They had a, he had a lot of backlash for it, um, which which comes at a weird time too, Dave, because um, the the Joe Biden tax plan. Did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. So if you make over four hundred k, four hundred. Yeah, if you make over 400K... You'll get charged at a you, higher rate. Yeah, you're going to get charged at a higher I mean, rate. taxed at a higher rate. Yes, taxed <laughs> at a higher rate. Comes, and that's, look... It's that, a weird time to come in and support Trump right after, like, a, a week or two after that. But that's where a lot of these rappers are coming from, because 50 was in hot water this week. Yeah, 50 was, uh, yeah. And now Lil Wayne talking about he's endorsing Trump, because outside of Trump being, um, you know... Uh, White heavy For lack of a better phrase <laughs> um, He also is Rich people heavy He leans heavily Into supporting Rich people Little Wayne And 50 Cent And these characters They are filthy rich So yeah He probably Is looking at it From a very selfish Perspective of Despite the fact That I came from Neighborhoods that are Having issues with Donald Trump Mm -hmm. I was born in a Neighborhood that Donald Trump might have Routinely overlooked Because I made it out Now I'm a world Class rapper Now You know I'm gonna support a guy Who might keep more Money in my pocket At the end of the day And 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 uh, he be on that lean Yeah he do be He do be on the lean On that dirty sprat And um Something else that they do have in common, Dave. I don't know if you knew this, but they both disagree with the Black Lives Matter movement. So Trump uh, earlier this year said that the Black Lives Matter movement is a symbol of hate. And he accused the movement of provoking um, people to kill police officers. Then back in 2016, um, Little Wayne actually had an, inter- an interview on Nightline. And um, he said he didn't feel connected to the Black Lives Matter movement. He said, I don't feel connected to that damn thing. That ain't got nothing to do with me. So they kind of been aligning so, sort of kind of these whole all these years. They don't agree with the Black Lives Matter movement. Then Trump comes up with a plan that says, I got something that's even better than the movement, something that can actually, you know, cause change and something that I'm going to make sure happens. And Lil Wayne and him sat down and talked. And now, you know, it's Wheezy F, baby. And the F is for Fauci. <laughs> What's Fauci? Oh, the doctor? Yo, you stupid. <laughs> What's Fauci? <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? What is uh, Fauci? Is I don't know. Yeah, he's only the he's only the infectious <laughs> disease expert in America. Fauci. <laughs> Yo, Little Wayne is a nut, dude. And this think about he this. probably skateboarded up to his uh, meeting with Trump. <laughs> Trump had he, Trump probably had a bathtub full of lean waiting for him and the, and the president. He probably brought him a uh, truck fit. Um, <laughs> Party pack Gift All truck fit hats Underwear <laughs> All three XIs Nutty Bangladesh <laughs> Yo Yeah Manny He really supported this boy I mean look It's cool Cause look at the end of the day You support who you wanna support You vote for who you wanna vote for If you feel like Trump is the is is the best candidate for you, then you vote for him. If you feel like Biden is the best candidate for you, then you vote for him. It's just wild because this is called out of touch, Dev. What, what's that? I mean? don't think it's a new concept. Go ahead, explain it. When people get famous and they get popular, they get out of touch. Let's say you got. Let's say this podcast blew up. It, it is. Right? It is blowing up. Let's let's hypotheticalize in the future. Right. That's not a word. Go ahead. No, you right. It's but a you, word let's now. extrapolate out into the future. This this well, podcast blows up. Uh-huh. And you are now a world nationally renowned podcaster. We, 
I'm talking about you though Because <laughs> I wouldn't change up On my community <laughs> I would stay real what? You would How could you accuse me Of such you a would. thing You would I'm, I'm Fauci out here man um, So let's say You know 15 years from now You get famous And you totally Because of your status And because of the fact That you got a lot of money And a lot of notoriety And you walk in different circles You forget where you came from People do that That's, a, that's not a new concept People get brand new and they forget where they came from. This is a classic case of not remembering one's roots. And Lil Wayne got got famous. Again, these celebrities, man, they be taking a lot of different substances and drugs. Their brains get all mumble jumbled. <laughs> Celebrity dumb itself does something to you. You know what I mean? Where you kind of lose, you you have a warped sense of reality because your life is so high profile and just different than a normal person's life that you tend to forget what people care about in the more lower socioeconomic levels. I've used that word twice already in the show. That's crazy. Socioeconomic. You educated. Um. You. But that's what Lil Wayne is. He's just out of touch. And and I would like to um, argue back that why I gotta be the boy that do that. I would never do that. I know where my I know where my roots is at, man. You know where we you know where we grew up at, man. Charles Street with the roaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Grew up in the. You ever had to heat your house with the oven? <laughs> <laughs> trying to be relatable. You ever had to wake up and make the floor? Yeah, that's the type of stuff we on. You ever had to cook your cook your bacon on the on the on the uh I messed up on the heater? Yeah, now you fold it. Just give me give me a hood one. Go, Dave, go. You you ever you you ever you ever had sneakers and they and they they had holes in the front? Yeah, and they talk. You ever had skinny jeans and tongue rings? Yeah, man. You would you would be the one to uh to act brand new because you just you you. You don't have like an internal confidence. Here we go. You know what I mean? You're not setting yourself. You are constantly looking for the approval of others. Hence your hence <laughs> your hinge profile. What man? What did I say? How does that make you any weren't sense? mysterious enough? What Pop was really trying to tell you is stop being racist. That's really what he was saying. Yo, like let's talk brass tacks for a second. <laughs> what Pop was telling you is you don't got enough uh, moxie. You just fold. You fold under. The limelight You fold under pressure And you sway Like the wind blows Man You flimsy <laughs> And you got COVID you know, I don't got COVID I know Let me stop saying that Yeah man Stop I take wishing that, that on me man I'm not wishing it on you But you was at a Super spreader event <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying You a whole nut day I, I can't I can't mess with you today man You You've been on that other type of time. You've been calling me out for for forgetting the hood, for forgetting where I came from. You you said I I'm a super spreader. Like, what's next? How are you gonna break my heart next? Um, I don't know. But let me hold on. Let me look at my calendar real quick. I have two openings for a rumble tomorrow. <laughs> so if you want to just schedule in one of those, we can rumble. All right. How do you have? I don't really care. Two openings for a rumble. Because I keep a rumble calendar for anybody who wants to rumble me. And it's pretty booked I'm booked up through June But I got two openings tomorrow That just opened up A couple cops They backed off after they heard this <laughs> You stupid man But um But yeah so Tomorrow Lil Wayne's gonna be voting for Trump But Dave I'm not worried about that boy Lil Wayne right now You know what I'm worried about? 
I'm worried about Dave Cruz. Why? I'm worried Why? about you, man. I'm worried about you. What's up? I want to know because you know tomorrow we're going to go to the polls and we voting. And you can give me your honest opinion. We're gonna we're gonna keep it real here on the mm-hmm. cruise control. Do you feel comfortable saying to our listeners and to our to our controllers who you plan to vote for tomorrow? And I say plan because you might get to the polls and you might get nervous. You know, you might have other thoughts. Mm-hmm. You might forget where you came from, and you might vote for somebody else. But do you have? Play my pledge again. Play my pledge again, real quick. The 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 uh, the. Uh, I'm definitely not afraid. I pledge allegiance to the rag of the United West Side Connection and to the W for which it stands, one neighborhood, under God, invincible, with luxuries and riches for all. I vote for Maze Gillian. <laughs> I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought, I thought I told you that we won't stop. <laughs> Yo, if you haven't seen Head of State and you're listening right now, go watch that, John. Yeah, head of state was actually our fire. That was our intro. It was. I appreciated that. That was our you intro. You put that together. That's one of my favorite movies. That's like a cult classic. Didn't really do great overall, but it's a movie that Chris Rock, I think, wrote and starred in and directed. Yeah, him and Louis C.K. I think wrote that. Um, and it was about a guy who was an alderman <laughs> and somehow <laughs> became the president of the United States. <laughs> and it was the silliest thing you ever seen. But yeah, um, I'm voting for Maze Gilliam for president. <laughs> Dave, come on. You got, you got, do you, first, so first off, do you feel comfortable talking about it? I mean, you could be honest. You could be honest if you don't. Yeah, yeah. So Why not? So, so you have, you know, first off, are you, are, is who you voting for one of the main ones? So obviously Trump and Biden are the main two. Right. Because you know that's not who we'll only we vote for. Yeah. Because you got Kanye West. You got. No, I mean like other things that's not just the presidential Seat, you vote for other. Oh yeah, 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 politicians. yeah. I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant. I meant for the president. I meant for the president. Well, so, yeah, we can start there. So, so um, you 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 going for one of the main candidates? You going for Trump or? Yeah, or, I'm not or, picking Kanye. Not this year. You're not picking Joe yeah, Jorgensen. Try next year, buddy. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Joe Jorgensen. That's a girl, I think. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a soap. Um. Yeah, so so who 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 you uh, who you aiming for tomorrow, man? Who, uh, where's your mind at? Where's your mind at with all this stuff? I mean, I don't know where things are gonna go, honestly. Um, this has been a Twilight Zone type world we've been living in this past four years, really, but especially this year, twenty twenty has just been Twenty twenty has been the worst year. So I don't even want to make a prediction. You, I really don't know. I have no clue. Um, I don't feel super great about. Either main presidential candidate Trump or Biden Um, Trump is obviously the top nut In the country (laughs) He's the most nuttiest We never sounded off on Trump Yeah he's just a He's a pure nut (laughs) Like if there was a a definition of nut In the dictionary It should just be Trump's face right there (laughs) Saying China (laughs) He is the biggest nut I'm the biggest nut That you've seen thus far (laughs) Um, he's he's ugly. He's actually an ugly yeah, person. He's, he's, he's like just from just purely objective like beauty standards. <laughs> he looks he looks like a dried up butthole. Yeah, like a dried up white bleached butthole. Like you ever you ever you ever go to the um to the barbershops and they got like the the 
the the number one through twenty, and it's mm-hmm. like different. Black. I feel like his head is in the supercut shop, and it got like a one through twenty. And yeah, he got and his the number, number is is a nut. <laughs> it's just a peanut <laughs> symbol, and then it's his face, and it's on the uh, poster of um, nuts. <laughs> Why nutty cuts? <laughs> he goes to nut cuts to get his hair cut. And they cut. They actually cut you with their nutsack. They just rub it across your head until your hair comes off. That's that's what Trump is. He's a nut, man. He he was in wrestling. He hosted TV shows. He was in a Home Alone. We brought he this was up in before. Home Alone. He was on Howard Stern. Like he is truly a skid mark on the underpants of society. And he he somehow rose up. To the ranks of president. I, I don't know how that happened to this day. You're right. We never sounded off on Trump. Yes. So I think I'm just getting it all out get now. It, get it off your chest. Tomorrow's but the election. He, he is an orange nut. <laughs> and he is up for a re- re-election. He's, the, he's one of the stupidest guys I've ever seen. Again, not even like on some presidential stuff. Just objective stupidity. Like on the level of stupidness. Yeah. He's actually dumb. <laughs> he knows little. He knows less things than most people. He's he's uh, so he's ugly. He's dumb. He is disrespectful. Yeah, he's mad disrespectful. He don't got no respect for like disabled people. China, no racism. He, yeah. he, he used the term kung flu in an actual <laughs> press conference. Like the boy's top five most disrespectful humans he dis- ever created. He said kung flu. He called. He, he's a. He's a. He's the highest politician <laughs> in our country. They don't get higher than him. And he used kung flu, a slang, like disrespectful term, meant to disparage Chinese people where coronavirus originated in China. He called it the kung flu. <laughs> when I say top nut, that's what I mean. He is top nut. <laughs> so that's him. Biden, wait, do you have Trump Trump thoughts? Or you disagree with me? Yeah, I mean, I I had a few and then you just was you just was going in. I didn't mean to steal the spotlight. You I was just, just going in. I feel it. I, all of that. You never I, talked about Trump. I felt that in my soul, man. I just I, to be honest, man, like a lot of this stuff people people want to say that they vote for Trump because he's the honest president. He's the president that's going to tell you like it is and he's the president that's going to give you his truth and 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 not hold back what he says. I get all that and that's what's up and like that's that's cool but I personally I never messed with anybody who talked like that or who acted like that right I feel like it speaks to a lot of people's character and a lot of a lot of people's mindset when you when you're cool with it and when you when you decide that this is the guy that you want because of that that means that that's who you that's that's kind of you mess with that mindset like being saying you know racist remarks or 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 um you know making fun of people with disabilities and stuff like that you know what i mean like we we make jokes here on the cruise control and we and we say a lot of stuff and and trust me we really we really get into it with that stuff but you would never catch me and dave out there on a on a on a you know public stage where all these cats talking about how Chinese people got a virus now and how that not only affected Chinese people but it it affected the whole Asian community and he didn't care who was there who who was he talking about it's just the whole Asian community got affected by that and just for the fact that he looks the way that he looks and he talks the way that he talks 
and 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 everything about the ball, like China, like everything about the ball is just infuriating. I I think that's the biggest word I ever used on the show, but like everything that this boy ever talked about or the way that he looks like you should be the last boy make in front of people with disabilities you should be the last boy make in front of people who you feel like aren't smarter than you like you should really be the last boy like, uh, like it, just, it just makes me upset because I, I just can't stand the dude and we we doing all this we doing all this Trump talk, Dave. How we feel about how you feel about Biden, man? Is he a nut too to you? I he Biden, Biden is, is, is old, old. He's dumb old. He's, he's very old. <laughs> um, he is the he's the example of like when you ask the question like, is this the best we can do? I ain't gonna uh, hot take alert. Hot take alert. Tired, man, well, this is the I think there should be age restrictions on presidents. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like as I'm much as that. they say, young, a young like twenty five year old person shouldn't be president. Actually, I think uh, I might I'm gonna have to research this. So listeners, if you hear this and I'm wrong, don't come down on me heavy. But I think there might be restrictions on the front end of presidency. What you mean? Like you have to be a certain age or older. I can look that up. Yeah, look that up I can real look quick. That up. But there should be a back a, a back end restriction on you can't be certain you know a certain level of oldness. So you have to be at least thirty five years old and have been a resident of the United States for fourteen years. So the okay, boom. So if you're thirty four, you tough. You've been you've held a lot of political offices. You know a lot about politics. You've got some experience and you've got the education. You're thirty four. You can't run for president. Right. You have to wait till what four years later. So thirty eight. To try to try a crack at it, and how many young presidents have we actually had? Who's the youngest? Google that real quick. The youngest president wasn't it? Uh, youngest president, dude. Can you spell right, please? The, the youngest president was Theodore Roosevelt, who was forty-two years old. Okay, so forty-two years old was the youngest president, and the only reason that he that that happened was because he the assassination of William McKinley. So the only reason that Theodore Roosevelt got in there is because somebody else got an older person got assassinated. So it wasn't even like he was voted in or like. And JFK was forty three. Yeah, and JFK was forty three. So early forties was the earliest we've seen a president. Yep. And that's kind of rare. A lot of them just beat old heads. Like Biden is what? Biden is like seventy thousand. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Biden? <clears throat> Biden is 77 years old. Yeah. <laughs> He's reminiscent of my webbles, dude. He looks like a seasoned ball sack. Yo, what the Wrinkly, heck? old. And it, it's crazy. I was telling somebody the other day, it's crazy how much he's aged since the Obama thing. Yeah. Like, when Obama first came into office, he looked like a cool old head. Like, he was like... 60 and had like a nice smile and he always wore sunglasses. Oh, you like his smile? I mean, he was just cool. <laughs> like, that's what people liked him for because he was Obama's friend and he was his VP and he would stand behind him at speeches and all and, and laugh. <laughs> and now he just looks like he eats applesauce all day. <laughs> he looks like an old head. And it's just is that the is this the best our country can do? Like these old people. Yeah, these are the not relatable. He probably don't even know how to use Twitter. He probably never dugged in his life. He never once dugged. <laughs> he never he never even attempted to try and start the renegade challenge. Yeah, he <laughs> 
You know what I mean? <laughs> He's just old. He doesn't know anything about anything. And pretty soon he might be senile. Again, all respect to, to our elders and our senior citizens. But there is a thing where you start to slip. Yeah, and, and uh, Trump's not too far. Trump's 74. so. Well, but he's top nut. <laughs> so that shit automatically is... Why around, why around Trump's eyes is white, but then the rest of his face is orange? Because he literally sits on a tanning bed with them little uh, goggles. <laughs> oh, he do- oh, he does that. His chin is white, too, though. His chin is like red. Red and white. <laughs> That's because he eat butt. <laughs> and he's a reptilian. <laughs> Yeah, and Biden's got them them red spots all over his face yes, too. Yes, he looks like a, like a liver. Yeah, like when they tell you like this is your your brain on drugs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, this is like your lungs if you smoke too much tree. <laughs> is what Biden's skin look like. Yeah. Both so I don't know, man. You asked me a question at the top of this. Yeah, we just we wanted to sound where off our vote on, is. Our, on our on our um, where my vote is presidential election tomorrow. Is. Let me tell you what's gonna happen tomorrow. Go ahead. Um, we cause I'm, I'm voting for Biden. Okay. For president. All right. Okay. Not that happy about it, but it's it's literally a lesser of two evils thing, unfortunately. Continually down the line, I'm going. To, this is how I typically vote approach voting though. Um, I'm gonna pick any name that I see that looks even remotely like it's a person of color. It's getting chosen. <laughs> I usually pick at least one or two people that got like Al Sadak or something in their name. <laughs> I'm just keeping it a buck with you, Dev. If I see like a woman name that's a person of color too, like vote for um, like Ahmad, you know, Nina Ahmad or something like that, that's who I'm picking. I think that's actually a person. Yeah, like I've seen the little posters on the street. So I try to pick like names that look like women of color or just like black men. Um,. I usually also stay away from like white women names, so like Barbara Leibowitz or something like this, <laughs> or Karen or something like that. Yeah, like I I don't pick any Karens ever, <laughs> um, unless it's like I don't even know. But yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really strategic about the names. You going off of names? Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> this boy said names. You're not gonna read the prompts that they give you. Yeah, I'm gonna read the prompts. <laughs> So I'm picking Biden, Al Sadiq Farouk, <laughs> Nina Ahmad, um, Zhuang Li. If there's an Asian, oh, I, usually there's like an Asian bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm voting for Fuck You. <laughs> yeah, I'm voting for anybody Wang or Yang because they usually try to give you bread. I vote for anybody's Wang. <laughs> And then when I leave out the polls, I'm saying the pledge. Well, oh, you, oh. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the rag of the United West Side Connection yeah, yeah, yeah. and to the W for which it stands, one neighborhood under God, <laughs> invincible with luxuries and riches for all. Luxury and riches, there. <laughs> Who you vote for? Uh, Wang. <laughs> I'm voting for Biden. Yo, I, I listen, uh, and, and the interesting thing is, is I have I have close friends who I've known since like I was really young, like a kid almost that I've I've stayed in touch with and all that, and um, people who who go to go to you know the gym with me and stuff like that, who have made the argument for Trump, 
old co-workers things of that nature mm-hmm. and it's fine and I listen to all the things that they have to say somebody one of the people that I talked to said he likes Trump's gun uh, laws better than he likes Biden's gun laws he felt like the biggest thing for him is protecting his family and making sure that he can protect his rights so he feels like gun laws is the most important thing in America hey look I, 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 we might disagree and I, I definitely don't agree with that but that's his choice that's that's the way that he is it is what it is you know what I mean that's that's how he wants to live his life and that's how he wants to do his thing I mean I disagree with it mm. but that's if that's who he's voting for then that's who he's voting for I had people who you know said they like Trump's taxing and all that and they felt like they got more back on their income taxes and stuff whatever whatever the case may be so I've heard the arguments from both sides Yo, I, the bull, the Trump. I just, I just feel like it's it's time for a change. These past four years have been crazy. Obviously, twenty twenty has been the worst year of them all. It's been the worst year of a lot of our lives. A lot of people lost jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have lost family members. A lot of people have been broke. You know, for too long now, for this whole year, basically. You know, everything happened in like February and March. That's basically the whole year, and it's now November, and we're still. A lot of people are still stuck inside, and a lot of people still can't do things. So with that being said, it wasn't handled right. You know, you 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 the kung flu thing, which kind of caught me off guard. I laughed at it, but I'm I'm like, you're the president of the United States and you're leading our, our people, and this is what you come up with. This is what this is what you say about about a, a, a bunch of people, a culture that lives in America, and this is how you're gonna you know ostracize them and and, and put them put them on the side so that people can now call them the kung flu or say something racist to them. And then the whole, you know, this what got me before the ele- before he even got elected mm-hmm. when he talked about grabbing women by the by the um, by, by the, the you know what by the you know what um, that was was the most thing that got to me because you know that that stuff I just can't I can't handle that and I can't deal with somebody who has that mindset. So I've been over him, you know. I felt like maybe in these four four years, if he's done something different. Um, you know, he maybe would have got my vote or he maybe would have, you know, I maybe would have seen what he, the good that he was going to do. But he has done really little to no good. I, my life hasn't changed. If anything, I'm still the same boy that I was four years ago. I don't see no more new money coming in. I don't really see anything coming in that's different from when he got in. If anything, it's a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. So and a little bit more orange and a little bit more orange and just fingers look like he left him in, in a bathtub for too long. Just watery, disgusting, fat mess. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm going Biden. He's old, and I and I agree that he has said some crazy things, just like Trump has said. But I think it's just time for a change, y'all. I think we need to figure it out. And when it comes to the other stuff, I actually like reading it because I don't be reading like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, we know. I don't be reading like that. I, like if you ask me if I want to watch the Harry Potter movie or read the Harry Potter book, I'm going movie ten out of ten times because like. I don't want to read and stuff like that. So when I go to the polls, I like to read and, you know, I take my time with the prompts. When I go to the polls, I like to throw cash. Oh, money can. (laughs) You know what polls I'm talking about. (laughs) P Valley. So I'm not with David when I say I'm just going to vote for the uh, blackest woman name and I'm going to vote for uh, three Asians and say 10 Hail Marys before I leave the poll. But um, I better say the pledge. I am going to say the pledge. So I'm going to vote for Biden as the president tomorrow. Um, Wow. Controversy. It's a, it's a, Hit us up on Cruise Control Pod. Tell us what you think about Devin choosing uh, defunding the police. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> 
And it's it's big for us too because our little sister's her first time voting and she gets to vote in such a big election. So Yeah, that oh that doesn't just warm your heart. So that's 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 exercising cute too. her right. That's cute too. And um I know we're going as a family, so it's going to be something that we'll we'll remember. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see who do. the powers that be end up picking tomorrow because I know my vote don't count. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for next week, Dave. That's for next week's story. Oh, that's the, next week is the controversy, uh, the uh, conspiracy episode. Yeah, next week is the conspiracy episode when a when um, a million uh, mail-in votes magically disappear. <laughs> China. <laughs> I'm gonna be like China stole them. <laughs> You gonna say something crazy? Watch the <laughs> top nut strikes again. Let's wait till next week. But um, this boy not gonna move out. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna put a he gonna put a, a door wedge in the front door of the White House. <laughs> you can't come in. He's really not gonna leave. The boys, top. I'm telling you, Dev, top nut. We're gonna see something we never seen before with this boy. Um. <laughs> so, so with all that being said, um. Guys, get out there and vote. This week is a very important wear week. Wear your mask when you go vote if you're going in person. Yeah, wear your mask. Go with your family and friends. Don't take no um no flyers from people. People always want to hand you a flyer on the way in. Yeah. I already know who I'm voting for, fool. You think this flyer is going to influence my vote on the way in? People really be handing you a flyer like, look, vote for this person. Like, no. I already picked this. Who goes to the poll and be like, oh, my gosh. And it don't even be no information. This five by eight sheet gave me so much. I'm gonna sway my whole vote. Yo. Nutty, I just feel like throwing it right back in their face and balling it up and throwing it directly at their face. <laughs> I will say, I will say this though. If I go to if I go to the polls tomorrow and I see a flyer that has this. I pledge allegiance to the rag of the United West Side Connection and to the W for which it stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One neighborhood. Under God, invincible with luxuries and riches for all. I'm definitely voting for that president right there. If if Trump comes tomorrow, Dave, what if he got the pledge by West Side Connection on a piece of paper with his face at the end? How you feeling? That's who's getting my vote. <laughs> I gotta stay loyal to the pledge. Can't even front. <laughs> to the Republic of which it stands. <laughs> But um, one neighborhood <laughs> with luxury and finances for all. Luxury. I don't think he said luxury and finances. With fineries, <laughs> with a winery. <laughs> You're a clown, man. But um, now on a serious note, though, uh, this me and Dave talked about it this week, and instead of having you guys debate over us. You got a big debate tomorrow to think about. You got a big, big uh, job to do tomorrow. And let's go vote. Everybody needs to exercise your your right to vote. Like we said in the beginning, I don't, we don't care if you vote for Trump. We don't care if you vote for Biden. Just go exercise that right to vote. Please, 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 people. Please go vote. Um, anything you want to say to the people, Dave, about the post tomorrow? I know you said wear some masks. Um you know, go with your family members. Try, try, try to try to go with somebody. No, you know, just um, level up. Level up. <laughs> um, bless up. Say your pledge <laughs> prior to. You just learned the pledge today. That's true. Um, but now nah, everybody have have you know good good luck voting. Hopefully, nothing at the polls restricts you from voting. I know with COVID, in person voting is maybe going to be a little bit longer. You know, you might have to wait in line if you're used to just walking right in. 
Be patient. Get your vote in. Uh, if you're gonna, if you gonna make a mistake, try to mistake on the the Biden button. <laughs> Not trying to sway somebody's vote here, but if you if you happen to make a mistake, just make a mistake on the Biden side because we need to get the top nut. We need to retire that man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, but vote. We appreciate when y'all come out every week, listen, and want to vote on our top fives. But like Dev said this week, we want to encourage everybody, you go vote. Cast your vote. And then we come back next week, we'll do a recap. We'll see how things went. We're definitely going to have a lot to talk about either way, whether it's Trump or or Joe Biden. Yeah. So everybody get out and vote. And be safe, y'all. No matter what. I feel like, Dave, to be honest, no matter what happens tomorrow... No matter who wins It's gonna be craziness So make sure y'all safe Y'all, y'all go vote Y'all go home You know And y'all And y'all Turn your TVs on And get ready to see who Who our new president's gonna be And wash And wash um, Wash your Brush we- your teeth Wash your werewolves And brush your teeth Peel your werewolf back <laughs> <laughs> And close my And close my novella Before you go to the, the polls Peel your werewolf back <laughs> Brush your teeth <laughs> And we appreciate everybody listening, man. Dev, what, this is episode 14? 14, yes, sir. Oh, man. That's 14 basically weeks of us doing this. Basically weeks. Yeah, we do an episode a week. Well, there was like a week <laughs> there where I moved and all this. Yeah. But we've been at this for... 14 episodes. Wow, man. And um, I need... A, I need... You know, we started out playing... Uh, God Bless the USA. God Bless the USA, which is corniest song ever. I need a real anthem to close us out. Go ahead. What's that? What's that? You pick you the anthem. You already know. By, by what anthem do I live by, Dev? Um, <sighs> oh, the Rough Riders anthem. Come on, man. That's the real anthem right here. That's right here. This is this is the cruise control anthem, y'all. <laughs> Why you so? <laughs> Why you just start giggling? You can't. You gotta get in in character and just follow through on a joke, man. Go ahead. <laughs> if you're gonna commit, commit to it, man. What, man? What, man? Follow the. We forgot to do our end of the follow, Jones. Follow the pod. Uh, Cruise underscore control pod on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, Dave Cru- Dave Cruz two six seven Dev Fu D E V P H O O, and then follow us on Facebook at Dev Cruz at Dave Cruz. Uh, this is episode fourteen of the Cruise Control. We're gonna end it on the Cruise Control anthem because this is how we get down in the street. Uh, we love you guys. Please be safe. Please, 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 please go vote. Exercise that right. And come yeah, next. Vote or die. Come next week. We're gonna have a lot to talk about. Yes. Bless up, Lil Wayne. <laughs> Stop. Drop. Shut him down. Open up shop. Oh, no. That's how rough fighters roll. Stop. Drop. Shut him down. Open up shop. Oh, no. That's how rough fighters roll. Niggas want to try. What? Niggas want to lie. What? Niggas wonder why. What? Die. All I know is pain. All I feel is rain. How can I maintain? It's stupid.